Hello and welcome to today's edition of Chapter by Chapter for Eye of the World. I am your host, Will Cowan. With me is my good friend, Steve. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, we're getting into Chapter 46 today, guys. Fall Dara. Uh, let me ask you this, Steve. We're at Fall Dara. Yes. Give me some initial reactions. What are some 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 words that come flying to your head when you think of Faldera? Words? Some words, man. Do you know how many crazy words were in the, in this chapter? <laughs> These are words that come flying to my head. All right. Uh, okay. Fucking Tarwin's Gap. How about that one? That's a good Malkir. word. Malkir. is a great uh, word. What was another one? Shinar. I don't know what any of these. I was. I felt. Like, I was at the beginning of this book all over again in this chapter. But in a good way. There's a lot of crazy names and uh, a lot of crazy words. Uh, Lord Aglemar, he's my boy. That guy is dope. So everybody probably at the, like, I don't think there's any reason. Ingtar. That's another (laughs) word in this. Stop it. That's another word in this chapter. (laughs) Ingtar. So... Yeah, I, I I feel I feel what you mean. Like you you kind of feeling a little discombobulated. Maybe it's probably because of the fact that you and I, uh, to to drop the veil of the show a little bit, uh, you and I have taken a little bit of time off to 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 do our own lives before we got back to recordings. So. To have a little fun in the sun, well, honestly, summer baby, a little R and R, you know, I gotta get out there. I gotta work on my olive tones. Olive tones. I gotta work on my uh, frisbee. Pitch. <laughs> I'll tell you, I played frisbee a few weeks ago. I'm terrible at it, uh, dude. Every sport imaginable, I'm bad at. Well, I was trying to throw a frisbee at a beer bottle, and, and you didn't. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I bet. No. Couldn't no do it at all. I can just imagine you trying to do it, and the 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 image that comes to my head is awful. It's just this. It's just this flying around, flinging mess, trying to lob a. I mean, you're throwing it like a baseball bat in my head, or like a baseball. You're just going, yeah. I threw like a fucking frisbee. It just <laughs> curved like a frisbee does, you dick. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this chapter here, um, we're leaping off from uh, after coming out of the waygate. Uh, things were awful in the waygate. Um, and a sound effect for you. And uh, on the way to Faldera. Everybody's noticing that like it's spring, but it's it's very wintry out, and all the farms and like I get I don't know if they pass any towns, but definitely farms. All the farms are deserted. It's all like abandoned, deserted farms. Yeah, as they're coming up to Faldera. Now, if you're looking at Faldera in terms of the map, Faldera is like right up against the blight. Like it is, it is super 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 close to danger. It's like and next it's- town over. I don't see Faldera on the map. Think to the north east. Top top northeast. Of the boy? Very up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, oh, there it is. Yeah. So it's not right beside, but it's pretty close. It's pretty close. And Faldera kinda acts as like You gotta uh, pass Tarwin's gap. Yep. And the mountains of doom. So Faldera acts as kind of like this this outpost, this military refuge of uh, that more or less kind of keeps the blight in check in terms of Trollocs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, <clears throat> I mean, Faldera is, like, heavily... We see it's heavily defensed. And, like, they... 
basically have built up defenses all around the entire city solely against the blight. But what we also learn in the, these lands are referred to as like borderlands. Yeah. And they've all separated. Mm-hmm. And they're all, so they're all like, <clears throat> they're all like, uh, fending for themselves, I guess. Yeah. Because I think it was Moraine or somebody mentioned that no reinforcements are coming. Like this yeah. is it here. This is because everyone's just taking care of their own shit. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of you know what it reminds me of. It reminds me of Castle Black, Game of Thrones. Like it's a very mm. much a Castle Black sort of situation. You know, a militaristic. Yeah, kind of sort it. of society. except that they. But I think it is more of like protecting themselves rather than the realm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's um, there's less of a emphasis on like you said like the, the protecting the realm and far more just like this is kind of what they do to protect to save themselves is uh they 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 make some raids into the blight every once in a while to keep the population of trollocs in check uh even uh there's even a character in this chapter that mentions that they've seen a growth of of uh trollocs, trollocs. uh in the area i got right outside of their out of right outside of Faldara. yeah and uh Throughout the chapter, it's kind of alluded that they're going to be setting up this defense, this not necessarily a last stand, but it almost is a last stand at Tarwin's Gap, which is basically like the hot gates for the, for these guys, you know, um, against the Trollocs. And when we meet the newest character, then the most interesting character uh, of this new chapter is uh, Lord Agelmar. And Lord Agelmar is leader of I don't know is there is there a name to for these people? I think it's just the Faldarans or like they're just people of Faldera or something like that. Uh yeah, I don't think they're referred to as anything. Just people of Faldera. Which is kind of disappointing um, because we've we've had names like Tuathon and uh <clears throat> uh you know uh But I think these are just people. I think these are just people in this, but they're in this area called Borderlands because their cities all bo- are like the, they're all like the border cities, I guess. Is what I gather. Yeah, missing something. But but what I'm trying to get at is that there's a there's a sense of culture here that doesn't seem to be represented in terms of a name. You know how the Tuathon are like the traveling people, and there's there's a name. No, I got them. yeah, I got you. But they could definitely this could be like a different. Could have easily just named them the fucking whatever yeah north peeps north peeps yeah exactly north peeps (laughs) Mm -hmm. yep i like i like their Um, sense of style too like they've got the top knot um it's almost very like samurai yeah everyone in here has a shaved head with a top knot yeah which i'm into it It is samurai i'm gonna do it myself (laughs) but uh one thing i like in the faldera is they mention so when they get there lan uh, tells everyone to take their hoods off. Show your, show your face. Mm-hmm. You gotta show your face by law in Faldera because that's how they sift through the dark friends and the fades and all the spookies because they... I mean, if you see their face, you kind of know a lot of the time. Yeah. But uh, That guy looks like <clears> a horse. <throat> that's not a man. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a man at all. That's a, that's a dark horse. That's a horse friend. <laughs> friend of the horse yeah i love um, that but it's definitely a safe city because of it uh it doesn't take long if there is 
uh, any strangers or strange folk getting making their way in mm-hmm. through the cracks, slipping through the cracks, they uh, get identified, taken care of pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, especially by this, um, by the by these warriors. Um, you were touching on something there as well. Was um, uh, was Lan and his relationship uh, with these guys? Like throughout the chapter, it's kind of alluded to that he's that he, he recognizes this. He's friends with these people. They all call him this name called Dai Shan or Dai. Yeah. Dai Shan. Yeah. That was another word. I didn't fucking understand. Yeah. Like, Who's Dai Shan all of a sudden. But yeah. So everyone is, uh, referring to Lan as Dai Shan. And he is repeatedly asked by many of the townsfolk if the golden crane will rise again. Yeah. Now that definitely something will be, we'll be exploring later on. Well, I don't know if it, I mean, we'll find, hopefully chapter. find out more of it, but later on, but right now it's just kind of a lot of people shouting this out around, just kind of brushing it off. And there, he, he says something when the, uh, when someone asks about the golden crane, he replies with, uh, it's like, a, it's Malik, like this. What's that guy's name? Malakili. Malak, Malakir is dead, but we have another mission. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll, That's what he says. We'll we'll dive into what the what the Malkir are later because I think throughout this whole chapter it's just these are just like we're getting little whisperings of Land's past um, from the from these people and he's like he's friends with them he's known as a good he's a good warrior uh, for them um, Agomar does his level like best the, like a great warrior they stress that yeah yeah like one of the best Agomar does his level best to try to recruit Land for this battle for uh uh at uh tarwin's gate i think i can't remember the name again um uh tarwin's gap gap sorry um yeah he's doing his level best to kind of recruit them as well as uh moraine and the rest of the guys like why don't we make our stand here because we could use you guys but moraine is doing her absolute best to go like no our mission is to go see the green man and so and to have the green man get us to the eye of the world that's where our battle is you know and that's yeah. that battle is that is the battle that matters most in this situation while the battle that's going to happen with Egelmar at the tarwin's gap that's going to be a periphery maybe even a distraction for the dark one kind of like a i don't even want to make the lord of the rings reference so i'm not even going to do that uh but you know what i mean listen you've already dug yourself pretty deep with those so at this point I mean, what's, 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 what's one more, right? Um, another thing I want to kind of touch on is how loyal is looked at in, in the town. Like everybody knows what an ogre is and they have this saying, I know in the last chapter that we talked about, I was like, you know, what's it, it's really interesting that they don't really talk about, they don't do languages at all. And then this chapter comes around and just throws yeah, that this in my one, face. They fucking, oh yeah. I thought about that too. They just slammed you. <laughs> Yeah, there's... they just slammed you hard because like not only did they did they go back to the languages, but they were started speaking it completely. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they were saying. Yeah, I don't know if it's. I mean, there's probably Robert Jordan probably spent some time to like develop the like, language. There's so many books bit. for sure. This language is flushed out, hundred percent. Yeah, if he didn't do it, someone else did. Yeah, exactly. Probably got somebody uh, to help him out with it, but. I just love that, like, last chapter. Oh, I like that they haven't done this. It's all... And then next, this chapter, they're just, like, throwing different phrases. Oh, yeah. But it it illustrates the 
the relationship that Ogier have with different societies of people. And obviously in this particular group, the Faldera, um, it's, they know of Ogier and they all, all almost have like a relationship. Cause they even ask him about the longing, you know, the, the, the return, like Ogier's feeling the, the need to return back to their steading. And uh, Loyal is like, no, I, it's, I haven't been away that long. I'm not feeling the, the longing just yet. And so they, they're well-versed in, in Ogierness. In Ogierness. Yeah. Are the, the, are the Shinar, are they the Shinar, the people of Or is the Shinar a separate borderland? So Shinar, uh, from what I or gather, Shinar. is, um, is the province that they're in. So if Faldera, Farmoan, uh, Faldera, Farmoan, um, Malkir, in a way, these are all places that are a part of this province called the Shinar, or uh, just just, well, just Shinar. I think the glossary says that the Shinar is the glossary says Shinar is one of the borderlands. The sign of Shinar is a stooping black hawk. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's I think it's just a province, like it's just a collection of the area. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going. But yeah, that was that was what I just w- wanted to point out here is that like uh, these people are wise to the greater world and uh, they're they're not just like commoners that are just like dealing with Trollocs. They they have education. They know what Ogiers are. They're familiar with Ogier language. Um, they're familiar with the history of Ogiers and the society of Ogiers. So that makes me think like maybe Ogiers have helped the Faldera in the past or um, have built the have built mm. things for, for the Faldera. There's a level of respect that is very interesting uh, that's shown in this chapter. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I'm doing a rabbit hole of Borderlands now, right now. Oh. I'm working at these other Borderlands at this map. Because the other one, so she, so she, Shinar is a Borderland because it's on the map right below Faldara. Mm-hmm. And then to the left of that is Arafel. Which, again, Glossary is also one of the borderlands, and their sign is three white roses on a field of red, quartered with three red roses on a field of white. Well, and then to the left of them is Candor, and Candor is also a borderland, and their sign is a rearing red horse on a field of pale green. And then Shinar was a stupid black hawk, and everyone's asking Lan about a golden crane. I just think there's something going on. Oh, yeah. There's a. Uh... Steve, we've got we got thirteen books to go through. Yes, there are things going on. <laughs> Mardon, Mart, Mardon, I think is one. Folks, he's just yelling stuff now. These aren't actually words. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, like I said, like throughout this whole chapter, they're alluding to past. The past of the, the two main things that we're gathering from here is that they're alluding to the past of Lan and talking to Rand or talking to Loyal. They know Loyal, and finally, we're getting kind of like a battle plan of what's happening with Faldera and the Blight, and it's it's starting to come to a head. Yeah. Well, but once we learn, everyone in Faldera is like basically building a fucking army, like. Anyone who can fight is 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 there. Mm-hmm. People have come in from the countryside and are all sort of in the center gathering. 
And, uh, we, yeah, I mean, and we learned at that point that, like, fucking, whether our heroes showed up or not, shit is going down in Faldara. Shit is going down in Faldara. Yeah, there. So then, Agamor, like we were saying, he wants something to say with them. Then once, th- once they reject staying with him, he then pushes still to offer to send his own guys. He's like, let me send my boys to come with you to the blight. He's he's doing his best to like improve he's the chance. He's a really nice guy. Oh yeah, a hundred. You can't just like like a hundred people. That's no small feat, especially for just like a one city. Like a hundred soldiers that you need. Yeah, that's a that's a mm-hmm. whole thing, you know. So. Uh, so giving them a hundred soldiers is this guy's. This guy's a bro, like him, and I think that also has to come yeah, back. Yeah, but to see, the they don't take the soldiers, right? No, they, they don't. don't want them. No, no, no. Well, Marines, th- like, I don't want them. They're better here. They're not part of this fight. A whole bunch of web pattern, eye of the world shit. Moraine's... And uh, then Agamor's like, "Well, let's have dinner." Yeah, because he's, he's a good host. Moraine's argument is. Um, that they will need to move fast and quietly and having like a whole unit of a hundred people or a hundred plus people, or even more than 10 people uh, will draw too much attention to them, especially yeah. if they're in the blight and you're already like, they need to be as stealthy as possible to get to the green man and to get to the eye of the world to do whatever battle they, they, they need to do. Um, Moraine is kind of mentioning the fact that, well, and not even Moraine. Like this chapter is alluding to the fact that this battle at the at the Eye of the World is kind of like the end game battle. Like this is what we'll need to do to get the Dark One to a point where yeah, it we're safe again. Yeah, so, no, I mean uh, with without a doubt. Yeah, so obviously something yeah, bad, something really bad is going to happen, and we're going to be knocked back like twenty paces uh, from our end goal because that we know that there's 13 books so what do you think is going to happen do you think the green man is uh actually a dark friend or uh doesn't so i think green man is the only friend you need <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> green man he's always got a plan for you I would... so do i think he's a dark friend no <laughs> he's a green friend he could know. deny helping uh moraine at all because it's mentioned i think it's believed in this chapter it's mentioned that moraine has already i mean i would be surprised at this point i would be surprised at this point if we get to the green man and he's gone completely mad and he's just like shitting himself he's a brown man now (laughs) but who knows there's there's kind of a there's kind of a uh rule set for seeing the green man though like you can only see the green man once unless you have a certain need you know, and you have to find yeah. him, but he'll only let you find him if you have a need. And like, and Moraine's already met him once, so there's already kind of a slim chance if they're gonna find him at all. But we don't know how she met him. No, I don't think so. My guess yeah. is this is kind of a an Aes Sedai rite of passage. You know what I mean? Well, he's an Aes Sedai, right? The Green Man. Yeah. Is he an Aja? Is sure. he green Aja? No, I, I don't think so. I think he's more of like a spiritual being. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know what the green man's about. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure we'll find out at some point. But I, I to me, I get like he's a spiritual entity rather than like an actual person. He's not actually he's more green than man. 
Oh, <laughs> like the sounds of that. Yeah. Um, and like you said, they go, they, uh, Agamara invites them to dinner. Uh, the dinner's great. Uh, they talk a little bit. Don't even know what they talk about. I don't think it's that important. But they eat meat, not just bread and cheese, which is important. Yep. Uh, to helping ward off his spooky nightmare dreams. Mm-hmm. A little bit of Moraine Aes Sedai magic helps with the bad dreams as well. It acts, uh, it acts like Tums in those, situa- in those situations. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> it actually does. Uh, but the chapter wraps up with uh, a couple of guards come in and they're like, we caught somebody that was trying to sneak no, his way in. No, one guard comes in and his name is Inkar. <laughs> uh, right. Man, some of these names... Some of these names are amazing. I like so I've been reading another book right now and that that book has had a really tough time coming up with names. Like there's one character named Jort Bort. <laughs> Jort Bort. Jort Bort. That's a great name. I mean, it ain't no it's Ingtar. A name. But like Ingtar is great too. How long do you think it takes somebody to come up with names for their characters? Like how long like not hard at all. Cor- Cor- Bo- Corbo, <laughs> Corbach, Jonto, Cobular, Flamchu. I can do this all day. Uh, but we get Intar that... coming in, uh, shouting that we got a, that a stranger has entered the city. And that he has a Lugarder accent, which is another word. Lugarder. Semi running to the hills. You know, make sure people, you buy your loo garters. Uh, they're very important for winter. Uh, they keep your drains clear. You need them. But everyone, what have we said? What have we been saying every time that there's a stranger? Who, who's been set up to be the stranger? Who, who is it? Is it Tom? Is nope. it Tom? Tom's dead. Tom's dead, man. It's our boy, well, Pat and Fang. Well, actually, he's more your boy. He's not my boy. I don't want any association. <laughs> he can be your boy. Uh, I, 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 I mean, I'll, I'll, I don't want it, but I guess I'll take him. Uh, yeah. So Pat and Fang. So, uh, he shows up, and we get, uh, he is crazy, and he's not making a lot of sense. And Moraine is like, I, we need to interrogate him. Yeah, I mean, they all recognize him as the peddler, Pat and Fane, that they knew back in Two Rivers. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's clearly gone insane and is undoubtedly a dark friend. I mean, you can just tell looking at him at this point. Yeah, and the chapter wraps up with Moraine going, like, we need to we need to interrogate him. We need to get some of the some of that taintness out of him or or, or at least put it at bay for for enough time for him to talk. And that's where the chapter wraps up. That's where we leave off. That's where we leave off, everybody. Um, thank you all so much for listening, as as uh, as you wonderful listeners do. Um, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, you can go to our website, uh, www.chapterbychapterpodcast.com. Uh, we also have an email. We want we want your input. Like we, we just want it. Just we just want you. We just want people. Give talking us what to you us. got. Steve and I are the only we, t- we we're the only people that talk to us and this, that's right. This is this is we're Steve. the only people that talk to us. <laughs> well, poor Will. So please, it's it's not like please, I write everyone, for a living. To, be the new people that talk to us. <laughs> yeah, you have uh, the power. 
if you, it'd be so awesome if you guys send, uh, give us a little five-star rating. As we've said in the past, we will give you a five-star rating in any format of your choosing. We will. No problem. No questions Any asked. format. Anyway. You got a Pinterest? Five stars. I'll do it. Five stars. You got a TikTok? Five stars. Five stars. I'll uh, give it to you. Instagram? Twitter? Five stars all over it. Yeah, just let us know and you get a five, you get a five-star rating. Um... Send your uh, email. Send your emails, your questions, your concerns. Uh, if you just have things that you want mentioned on the podcast, even if you just pictures want to of say your, your cat, name. pictures of your cat, recipes. Uh, you can email all those to Please chapter by send chapter. Recipes. <laughs> chapter by chapter podcast at gmail.com. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow for chapter forty-seven, which I think is going to be a huge exposition dump, uh, titled "More Tales of the Wheel." 